Hi, welcome to the PACT Podcast. This is Michelle, your host and founder of PACT. My birthday's tomorrow, June 24th, so I wanted to celebrate with a birthday episode. A fun fact is that I recorded my very first podcast last year on my birthday. So 364 days later, here we are. Uh, I can't exactly promise that it's going to be better than it was a year ago, but I know we're going to have fun because we have really great guests with us. One of the things that comes up a lot in our groups is about this like being an adult and I'm past the traditional adult age, quote unquote. Nobody can see me when I do air quotes because we're podcasting, but I do them anyway. Um, So yeah, so people, you know, in theory, it's like, oh, you're 18, you're an adult. And then I hear young people are like, um, oh, that person's grown, they should know better, you know, and sometimes they're referring to somebody in their 20s or their 30s or 40s. And so there's kind of this like theory that there's a magic number of, of what is an adult and we're automatically going to behave a certain way once we've reached this magic number. So that's going to be like kind of our conversation and how this magic number affects maybe relationships or choices or just life in general, because our podcast is all about having conversations about liking ourselves and living life. So I'm going to have, we'll start with Ada. So Ada, how about you tell us um, anything fun you would like the audience to know, plus share your relationship status, one word that describes relationships for you, if you had to pick any word, the first word that pops in your head, and what is the age you believe to be the adult age? Well, I'm Ada. I am 41, and I still consider myself a kid sometimes. Um, let's see, I'm single. I hate dating, but I have to do it. <laughs> you know, um, I'm not on the apps anymore because I refuse to do that. And um, becoming an adult, maybe, I guess the age I would, well, I don't, I don't see any, I think there's a specific age, but I probably think like, once you start having a lot of bills and I guess taking care of yourself, I think that's like the age of, I think for me it was maybe like my late twenties. Um, I was in art school and I went later than most people, but I feel like even when I was in art school, I had to figure out so many things of how to stay there and finish it, you know, cause I was, my parents were not paying for it. So I don't know if that's, yeah, I like it. I mean, that's, that is interesting. And that's an interesting definition of like being independent, um, which kind of ties into a lot of the other conversations we have with PACT about vocabulary and different words meaning different things and why communication is so important. Because, you know, if I'm like, oh, I'm an adult, but you're like, well, no, you still live with your parents and your parents are paying for everything and I'm on my own, you know, there's kind of like a conflict in values right from the start. So so cool. That's interesting. Thank you. Oh, um, I forgot my word. Oh, yeah. For relationships. Um, I think friendship. Oh, okay. I like that. Cool. Gar, are you ready? Yes. Uh, <laughs> my name is Gary. Uh, I'm 44. I, uh, I'm recently engaged. So um, I, I never thought this would happen. But yes, it's incredible what, what the world has to offer, actually. Um, I've done a lot of traveling, um, and I don't know, like when I say a lot of traveling, I thought I was going to take six months off of work about almost four years ago. 
and I haven't gone back to a real job yet. Um, COVID obviously has changed some of that, but let's leave that on the side there. I'm hopeful to travel again. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, as far as like what age you are when you are an adult, gosh, again, I think, uh, there's no real number. I think it has to do with, you know, what Ada said is, you know, bills and stuff like that responsibility. Um, but I think for me, like, uh, perspective is to me a sign that I know I'm getting older. Uh, when you're younger, your perspective is totally different. Like you don't, I don't want to say you don't have it, but you don't have the history or the experiences that you've had once you get older. And it's just funny how when you get older, you'll be like, somebody will do something. You'll be like, I, I would never do that like at this age. And I don't know if that means I'm old per se. <laughs> it just, to me, it means like I have perspective. Like I'm not going to be an idiot like that. And, you know, there's no age number for that. I think it's just, it just comes from experience, you know. Um, truthfully, I don't think any of us are ever going to feel like our age. We're always going to want to be, we're always going to think we're, we're younger than we are. And I think that's a good thing. I think, you know, it's just a matter of taking care of ourselves and allowing ourselves to be able to do those things you want to do. So, and um, as far as a word for, uh, relationships. I mean, there's so many, but, uh, I think one of the most important ones is commitment. Commitment is huge. You know, I mean, there's so many, there's so many just C words, you know, communication, et cetera, et cetera. But I think commitment, you know, if you, if, if you're lucky enough to find somebody that you love and you know that they love you back, commitment goes a long, long way. So. Nice. Thanks, Gare. And I do, before we go to the girls, um, our young people that we have, our regulars. Um, I just like to make a side note that Ada is a friend of mine that was a gift of COVID. Gary, you mentioned COVID, but um, we're gym buddies. And so luckily we were able to form like a really cool community over there. So she's been a new friend. I made a new friend in my, my 40s. So that's yeah. exciting. Um, and then Gar is a long time friend. Um, from like ninth grade days. And uh, so we've definitely been through a lot and it's it's exciting. Um, he mentioned he's engaged. It's his like first time engagement, first time marriage, first time for a lot, you know? And so a lot of exciting things still happen. We make friends, we get married in our forties. So I'm very hopeful. Um, okay, Amanda, how about we go to you and you share your relationship status, a word to describe relationships and the age you believe someone's an adult. Okay. Um, I'm Amanda, I'm single, and I'm just trying to, like, hang around and have fun right now, and, uh, I feel like it's not a lot of fun, because I don't, I feel like a lot of the people I've been trying to date, we're just not on the same level, because, I don't know, like, I feel like I, we're just, I don't know, like, I feel like I'm trying to play the field and see what's out there, because I'm young, and I'm trying to see what I want and my relationship word is kind of what Gary said communication because like if you can't communicate with each other you shouldn't be going out or dating or anything like that okay and do you have an yeah. age of what you think an adult is uh probably like around 30 because I feel like by that age you at least 
have reached some level of like emotional and mental maturity. So yeah. Okay. So you're not an adult yet. No. <laughs> I'm like still in my twenties. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Fair enough. Thank you. Destiny, you ready for this? I guess I am now. Um, so I'm currently in a relationship. Um, a word to describe relationships. I have so many, but I guess since we're trending with the C's, I'll say connection. I feel that whoever you're in a relationship with, you just have to have a really strong connection and then everything else kind of forms from there. And then I really liked what Ada said just because, and also what Gary said, I don't think that there's like a true number to being an adult. And when I was 18, you know, they say, oh, you're 18, you know, you're an adult. I didn't feel like an adult, but then flash forward a year and a half later when I decided to move out of my parents' house, I kind of felt that like adult like whiplash, <laughs> I don't know how to call it. And I had to, you know, start paying rent, had to go get my own groceries. I had to budget my money. It was just, there was so much going on and I did not want to be an adult anymore at that point. Um, so I think it just depends on your experiences and how far or how fast you're moving in life. Um, and I'm, I just turned 21. I, I think you guys were talking about your ages, so. Yeah, your birthday was recent. Happy birthday, like yesterday or two days ago. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay, and Sam, relationship status, word to describe relationship, and an age you think you're an adult. All right, hey everyone, I'm Samantha. I'm currently single and pending, so I'm currently talking <laughs> with someone even though I just got out of a relationship, which is it seems pretty bad, but anyway, <laughs> one word that describes relationships is probably effort. Um, I think it takes a lot of effort to make a relationship work, kind of going off of what, like, Ada and, like, Gary were saying, you know, it takes a lot of commitment, patience, and everything else that the girls were saying. Um, I think to be an adult, considered an adult, you're probably like 25 years old because you're like halfway, you're at the halfway point in your life. You graduated from college. You should be living on your own, taking care of yourself, paying bills. And I don't know. That's what I think. Okay. So you're, by your definition, you're not an adult yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, this adulting is like tricky. And so... I mean, there's, what, six of us on the this podcast right now, and we all have, like, kind of varying definitions, um, which then kind of goes back to that original thought of, like, why do we say at 18 we're adults, or why do we think, like, we're just going to wake up and have all the answers at this, like, certain age? Like, how do you... Like, the way you guys describe adults, and this question's for anybody to hop in on, but the way we're describing adults... Um, like, how do you get the skills or how do you, how do you know when you've reached adulthood then, I guess? I mean, I don't, 
like I wasn't aware of it until later. <laughs> I, was like, I don't think you're aware of it then. I think it's just like, you know, it, you eventually look back and be like, okay, I know that's when I had to mature really fast or whatever. Yeah. So like journeys, like, I mean, the adulthood's like in the journey. It's not like a destination. Right. <laughs> you yeah. just keep going. Right. Yeah. And can I just uh, point out something that Sam said? I think she said at 25, you're halfway through your life. If, I hope I'm all luckier than that. Because <laughs> at 25, you still should have a lot of time left and a lot of learning to do. So let's hope that's not the halfway point. Yeah, I do remember when I was turned 25, I had like a crisis. Yeah. I had like, I guess, a quarter life yeah. crisis because to Sam's yeah, who are 50 are old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I did think um, based on Sam's definition, like mine, I guess, was similar at her age. And so in my brain, it was like, well, I finished college like at 25. You're totally going to have a job. I'm going to be married. I'm going to like have my own house, like all these kind of things. And then none of that <laughs> was close to happening at 25, um, which and then I guess, you yeah. know, like the impact it has on us. Sorry. Go ahead, Sam. No, I'm just saying, yeah. You're probably having like an existential crisis at that age. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Sam, because I'm 24. I just yeah. turned 24 a couple months ago. But like, I literally, just like Michelle was saying, when I was younger, when I was like middle school, high school, I was like, I would be like married, kids, and all this stuff by the time I'm 24. But also, I'm kind of in my wild phase, just stepping out and seeing what I want to do and what I like because. I never did wild, crazy shit as a teenager in high school because I guess I had to kind of grow up fast with, like, my situation in my childhood. So now that I'm, like, in my early 20s, I'm, like, drinking, smoking pot, doing shit like that that I never did when I was younger. So I'm just kind of having fun. But I'm also working. I don't know. It's just, I feel like I'm kind of breaking free. And, like, but I can worry about that when I get older, like, being more serious. I don't know. Yeah, that's like interesting, Amanda, because it is, we always say that like, oh, when I get older, I'll be more serious, or, you know, but it's like when, like you're finding yourself, you're exploring, you're experiment, like experimenting with life and enjoying yourself. So why does that stop? <laughs> like, when we're older, what is that old part where it's like, oh, this is the magic number, I need to get my shit together now, you know, like, I don't know what the answers to all of these are. But I think, you know, I'm not with my birthday, like, I'm not aging well. Like, I have all these shoulds of, like, oh, I'm this age. Like, why didn't I accomplish this yet? Why didn't this happen? And so, like, now I'm kind of questioning it. And it seems like society imposed all these things on us. But none of us are doing them anyway. So why am I freaking out? <laughs> I went to my therapist, I mean, that I saw a while ago. Yeah. Um, I, I think I had the same question, like, uh, a few years ago. And she basically was like, who says you have to do that or whatever? I, I mean, I like I like I said, I, I read so many books. I think I was a psychology major because, you know, I, I've always been interested in why we do things or whatever. And also, like, I, I guess I never fit into a mold. And so I think I was having pressure from my mom to buy a house or whatever. It's like, you know, I live in L.A. It's so it's so hard to buy a house here. So it's under this pressure. And she's like and she said, why do you have to be a certain age to own a house? It's in, I mean, if I went to a different 
you know, state or whatever, I could afford a house easily there. And just because for whatever reason, I thought like, I haven't done so many things by this age, but it's like, well, there's no, there's no guide or whatever. I've just always, you know, just kind of following like society or whatever. And I think it's just like, ever since she kind of pointed that out, it's just like another point of view. It's like, you know, yeah, I don't, I haven't cared this, I haven't cared at all most of my life what other people think. I'm not going to start caring now. So I think it was a good reminder. Again, you know, I, there's no, everybody's path is different, you know. Um, if, if I think you should think about what you want and always keep that in mind, but if it doesn't work out the way that you, you know, that you anticipated from, from five years ago, you know, just take take stock of where you are. Be be thankful that you're still able to to think about that. And if you you know you want to change what you need to do, you know, go ahead and try to do that. But you know, it's I don't know. It's it's important to just recognize what it is that you have and what's in front of you now and, and what you're able to do instead of yearning for something that you thought you might have wanted and it didn't work out the way you wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and so let's talk about dating stuff. Because so when we're like, um, we're talking about aging and what number or adulting and what age we are when we're like an adult. And so, and we had like different milestones of like, oh, when you're done college or when you're paying your bills or all these kind of things. Like, is there a process of dating, (laughs) you know, that kind of changes and becomes more adult, you know, from 20s, 30s, 40s? Uh, does anybody want to speak to that? Like, I feel like for me, my relationships, either I'm not very good at adulting. (laughs) So my relationships in my twenties and thirties and like forties are like non-existent, but like they didn't, they weren't any more mature as I got, you know, quote unquote more mature. Um, yeah. I think when I was in my early 20s and I and everyone was getting married and you know doing everything I think I did feel that pressure then and that's what I thought I wanted so I actually moved in with my boyfriend and we weren't on the same page and you know I was just like I I don't think this we eventually I left after like less than a year but I wanted, I I thought that's what I wanted. And when he finally came around after I left and he realized, oh yeah, he does want to marry me. I was like, I don't want this anymore. And thank you for not being, you know, for not being nice. And you made me realize this is not what I want. And I was like, I think looking back now, it's like, I think I probably would have been divorced from this person if I was like, okay, let me try this and this is what I wanted or whatever, so I get sucked in or whatever and actually gone through with it. Um, I honestly think I would have gone divorced from this person. And it's like also like kids, like the kids situations, like I thought that's what I wanted. And then like looking back now, it's like I never woke up and re- you know thought I want kids. I. That's what, you know, like I said, uh, my family, everybody thought, you know, because I'm Latin or whatever, that I'm just going to follow like everybody else. But I I never woke up and, you know, that's not something that never came up. And I'm kind of 
glad that I didn't get sucked in because what if I didn't like my kid? I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I always think too. And so when you, you were saying you were living with your partner and um, you didn't, so you learned that you didn't want to get married at all, not just to him? I mean, I, I guess he was, just wasn't the right person. Okay. I mean, I think I was at that point, if we would have both been at this, in this, uh, you know, on the same page, I, I would have gone through with it. But it was just, you know, we never, you know, recovered from whatever. And I was just moved on. And it was, I'm glad that, you know, yeah. that it didn't work out. So, yeah. Yeah. I know it's wild when like hindsight is like, you know, yeah. 2020 and you're like, shoot, I dodged a bullet on that one, <laughs> you know, yeah. and you can like step away. Okay. Gar, how about you talk about your, your love life? Mine? Yeah. Tell us about um, how your, your twenties to your thirties to your forties all evolved and you're landed in yeah. a, a marriage okay. or uh, soon to marriage. Well, uh, so after college, uh, you know, I partied a little while up there. And then when I moved back to where I grew up, uh, I met somebody and we were together for, for a good little while. And, um, you know, it just, it, uh, to me, it wasn't somebody who I thought, you know, is, it just didn't click the way that I wanted it to. So, um, and then, uh, you know, it was in a couple whatever short term like dating and and finding some people and and then wanting to be like oh let's do this right away i want to get married and have kids right away and i was just like oh I, this is the whole age thing how when do we want to become an adult how, how do we and at that point wasn't for me at that time you know um and i i think i mentioned that i did some traveling for a little while and and quite honestly i was resigned to the fact that like okay you know i'm older um, you know, it's, uh, you know, I don't want to say that everything is, there's no, everything passed me by, but I, I, I wasn't like, oh, I wasn't, I just wanted to enjoy being able to travel. I wanted to be enjoy having the time to do what I wanted to do, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, lo and behold, through all of that, and, uh, you know, I, I went to many places over like one time I was out of the country for 180 days and, you know, uh, unbelievably, I, I met somebody while doing that, you know, and, uh, and from there, um, you know, that was, uh, almost two and a half years ago. Um, and I, you know, it's still, you, you never know. Don't, don't, don't know. You know, you can't, what's the word, turn over all the rocks, you know what I mean? Because you really never know. You, you, you don't. And, 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 it's important to, to kind of just be comfortable with what you're at, know what you like. Like for me, it was, I wanted to travel and I wanted to be able to do things when I wanted to do them. And that was important. And I was able to put myself in an environment where it was like, you know, whatever your passions are, just keep going with those passions because that's important to you. That's, that's who you are. And, and that's important to show to other people because, you know, no matter what, even if it's just whatever it may be, maybe it's even the gym, you know, or spin class or whatever, whatever, whatever it is that you're like, this is the shit I love to do. At some point you're going to sit next to somebody and they're going to be like, Hey, and you're going to be like, Hey, and then the next thing you know, an hour later, you're like, Oh, 
that was pretty cool talking to that person and, and who knows and, and it doesn't even have to be you know romantic at that point or or ever get that way it's just it's just about putting yourself in a situation where you know this is what you like go out and do it where there's other people that you'll meet and you never know what's going to happen so and and that's exactly what happened for me i was traveling and i met justine and, and she was traveling too and and we were able to spend time in a group together and you know there was no pressure or anything like that and after like two weeks of just hanging out it was just like you know we we both just understood that there was a connection and that's what started it off so you never ruin you never know i guess is all my point is but just always put yourself out there just a bit uncomfortably because you know it could lead to more comfort yeah, thanks, Gary. I like that both you and Ada, um, you know, like, Gary, you were like, oh, we didn't click with some people, and Ada was like, you know, I had to walk away. We didn't want the same things. Like, I like hearing those messages of, like, because, like, in packed world, that's, like, showing self-worth, like, knowing that you don't have to settle, knowing, like, what what you're looking for and kind of staying open to that and not just, Oh, everybody else is doing this. So let me just like jump on the bandwagon kind of thing. And so like, I really appreciate um, both of you sharing that and like being true to you because not many people do that. <laughs> like so many, especially like women I see, you know, it's like, oh, I just want to have a kid. I want to have a kid. And like the, the biological clock goes and they just settle for whatever's in front of them. And um, so, you know, I, I like that both of you are just on this journey and know what you're looking for and not, I mean, Gary, you found what you're looking for. Um, but Ada, you know, it just, it happened. That's the amazing thing. Yeah. Like, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, and I do like, so when, and Gary, in your example, you're like, yeah, somebody sits next to you and like, you know, you might talk. I always laugh because the kids, I call them kids, they're in their twenties, but, um, they don't function like that in real life. <laughs> like They're like, oh, somebody liked me on Instagram and slid into my DMs. So I kind of just want to talk about that. Like maybe some of the, the young people want to share life in the technology, dating in the technology world and what that looks like. And I don't know, swap stories. Um, anybody want to chime in? I know Amanda, you're like loving the Instagram dating world. Oh my god, it doesn't make it any easier. Trust me, it doesn't. And like, I feel like it's just been so hard because it's like you're kind of gone. Because I'm like, a, I'm a slut for art. I love art of any kind. And then I'll, I have like talked to people on Instagram because they've made art or something. And then I've actually started going out with them. But it just, I feel like every time I try to go out with somebody, we're just not on the same page. Because I'm like, well, like, let's just like, keep hanging out they're like well I just don't really do labels and I don't do relationships and I just let's just be friends with benefits and I'm like no <laughs> that, so that's my dating so far and I've also used like dating apps and I hate them but I love them it's like a love-hate relationship like you meet more people but you also have to like weed out a lot of like creepy perverted people on there too <laughs> Like, but my favorite thing is when I'm, like, on Tinder and they send me, like, a creepy, pervy message and then I'll respond back with something snappy. Like, one time this guy said, and I quote, do you like furniture? Because we can make a one-night stand. And I said, and I quote, <laughs> I prefer going to Ikea. Um, but 
Yeah, that's my dating life. Wait, so Amanda, would you consider, like, just getting, like, not using these apps for dating? I I see them more as, like, entertainment than anything else. And if I just happen to meet somebody on there, so be it. Okay. So you're having fun with it. You realize you might not meet the person of your dreams. I'm just not really taking it seriously. And I feel like so many people take it so seriously. And it's not. It's just fun. Okay. Mm -hmm. But so uh, it sounds like you want to have some sort of like base, like a foundation, like a friendship. Yeah. And not just no labels. I feel like we can't even be friends because I just, I don't know. Like they just can't make their mind up. And it's like, I don't know. Um, Ada or Gar, any any words of wisdom for for, for the youngins? <laughs> I mean, I've been on and off for so long, and I've just come to the conclusion that they just don't work for me. And also, I've been like reading up on uh, you know on the background of the apps, and it actually the algorithm is pretty um, racist and sexist. So you know, there's nothing feminist about Bumble. How they you know they say I think we were talking about this mm-hmm. one time. I, I can't remember where I heard it or where I read it, that it's basically men, white men basically get all the options and, you know, it's just, it just being a brown girl, it just doesn't work for me. And it's also like the, all these studies that show like women of color get the less response. It's just after reading all that, it all made sense. And it's just, I, I've tried it. It's just not work. I'm at this point, it's just like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to, you know, try to be more um, outgoing, maybe. I don't know. Maybe with the, especially with the pandemic, I feel like, I feel like I I find myself talking to more people now than I used to, I think. I, I, you know, it's just, I don't know, maybe, maybe that got me out there and trying to, you know, all the bottled up stuff that I haven't said in so long that, you know, <laughs> just buying whoever, you know, even like, I feel like lately, I, I, the other day I went to get coffee and this woman, I think she just wanted to like have a chit chat. And it's, we were talking about, you know, her cute dog. And it, I really appreciated that before that, I think I'd probably be on my phone trying to, you know, get, to the place and back or whatever. I'd probably be distracted, but it was just so nice to be like, you know, human contact and, you know, even talk about a, something silly as like her cute dog. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like, I think I'm gonna keep going with this instead. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so Ada, you were using like traditional dating apps, like not yeah. using like Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, no, like... no. uh-uh. okay. I think, yeah. oh man, when this is like, way back when everything got started with like social media. I remember that I met somebody I dated on and off for a long time. I think it was like MySpace or something way back. This is when I was like in my twenties, in my early twenties. And that was about it Um, with the social media and no, I won't do that anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm, I'm, I hear you. And like, for me, the dating apps, they were not good for my self-esteem. Like I'm going to use all the algorithm talk you just shared and, oh, my algorithm <laughs> didn't match. Nobody liked yeah, me. Yeah. Um, cause it was just not, it just didn't work. And so like Amanda, when like Amanda's saying, you know, have fun with it, like 
not that I'm going to be super invested, but I'm not like, I'm definitely, my personality is like all or nothing. So it's like, I can't date like five different people and oh, like just having fun. You know, it's like, I'm either in or I'm out kind of thing. So it's hard for me. Like in theory, it's like, oh yeah, have fun with it. But like my brain and my heart don't work like that. (laughs) So Gary, what are your thoughts? Did you do online dating? Uh, What's that? Did you do online dating? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I'm familiar with it. And like, just something I want to point out, and maybe it's just me, but I don't think, I think I can speak for everybody when I say this, that one of the things about online dating is that like, you know, you, you get a match and it's like, oh, you, you talk, like, oh, cool, I got a match or whatever, however many it may be. But I think part of, part of the issue with um with the apps is that like so then you delve into that just because somebody has showed some interest on an app right and then you start like hey what are you doing blah blah blah, or whatever however the you know however the dialogue goes but every time you get that response you just get off on the response you don't really care about the other person on the other side and that's a you have to keep that in mind for yourself and for them and the interaction because it's just like oh, well, I can at least answer this person and be like, oh, I'm not doing anything, blah, 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 or whatever the, you know, like I said, the dialogue is. But there's something to just the the ding of the app that feeds on ourselves. And you have to be careful, like, do you are you more interested in, in getting feedback from the app or are you interested in getting feedback from that person? And, and, and I'm sure we all suffer or, you know, have that feeling, you know, and, and and while the apps are great for for bringing you people that you would never have met otherwise, I mean, there is a benefit from that. Uh, but I think what Ada is saying is important. It's There's human interaction that goes way beyond uh, an interface with a screen or, or text or whatever it may be. And I think, and I know this is a generational thing, um, you know, when you're younger, you know, it's it's... I, I guess my point is that it's important to try to get yourself out of the interaction of the app and a face-to-face thing or be more open to like she's saying like if somebody's at the coffee shop and you can be like and it's it's amazing how simple it can be but like oh how do you like your coffee you know because oh by the way we're both drinking coffee we're both hyped up <laughs> over coffee we're probably got caffeine in us we're all going to want to chat and i'm just asking you how you like your coffee and it it can be as simple as that. You never know what it's going to what it's going to lead to. So, you know, the app hits our brains and, and it feeds into the app. But try to you know try to just say something to somebody once a week, totally mm-hmm. you know face to face and see where yeah. that leads. You're like the apps are not real. So yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. And you're right. You brought up like kind of that validation point, Garrett. Like. Um, you know, it's similar to like posting things on Instagram and checking how many likes and so many young people yeah. will take it down or like, oh, I may delete later, you know, and it's just like, are you doing this for yourself or you're doing it for the validation? And like on the dating, yeah. it's like, yeah, when the words that we kind of all used was like communication and effort, like, are you really going to get that on these dating apps mm-hmm. when they're saying, hey, do you want to be friends with benefits? <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah. Yeah, and, and, like, be honest about it. Like, it's okay if you just want to have friends with benefits. I think mm-hmm. the apps are perfect for that because that's what 90% of the people are. And actually, I could be wrong about that percentage. It, it could be 
nowhere near 90%, but people recognize that that's what they're, it's going to lead to most, most likely, you know, and everybody is okay with that sometimes, you know, but if you want something meaningful, it's just, um, it's hard to, it's hard to pinpoint what the other person is thinking through an app. That's all. Okay. But I have like met people in their life and that's led to that too. I don't, I feel like I can't win because I've talked to people in their life and that's all they're led to. I just want to be friends with benefits or I feel like I'll try to go up and talk to somebody in their life and it's just awkward as hell. Like it's just like, I don't know. About going, uh, for example, uh, Michelle and I do CrossFit. There's a lot of people who start dating. I mean, it hasn't worked for me yet, but I mean, people meet through, I mean, even my old volleyball crew, like a lot of my friends married each other from volleyball because this is the, like what you were saying, Gary, like you have the common interest and this is where you bond through like your, your fiance. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important because, you know, that's, those things are what's going to sustain stuff. You know, if, if, if you're you know, not into anything that I'm into, but yet I think you look good on the camera and I know I look good on camera. <laughs> sure. That'll last, that'll last, you know, however long, but in the long run, we're not going to look good on camera forever. And then what are we going to yeah. do? Yeah. Well, and I will, but you know, the other <laughs> people won't. <laughs> yeah. I kind of agree with what everybody's saying. I personally am not an app person. When if I'm gonna meet somebody, I just I have to have that human contact. Otherwise, kind of like what Gary said, it's, I'm just talking to a screen. And it feels very. It doesn't feel intimate to me. Um, so again, I don't feel like I can build a connection off of that. But then when Amanda and I think Michelle, you kind of said that too. I feel that my generation and my age group just doesn't know how to communicate in person because everybody's hooked to their phones. So it's like, I would love to go to like a coffee shop and be like, Hey, you know, even if I just compliment some, somebody, sometimes they like, they're just so weird about it. Like people my age, I just, I don't know what's wrong with them, but they can't even like say thank you. Or if I smile, I'm so big about smiling to people. And now with masks, it's really hard to do so because you can't people people's faces. But before I would, you know, just smile to everybody. And there's so many people who just kind of look at you my age usually the older people are like oh hi how are you they're better at communicating um but i just see all the different types of struggles and since i am in a relationship for me the struggle is friendships um again it kind of goes the same way it's really hard to meet people when everybody is behind like a screen and so many people are going through the same thing as i am but they don't know how to communicate and they'll put it on social media like on tiktok um they'll post a video and then all the comments are like, oh, who wants to be friends? Like, I have no friends and this not and something, something. But it's like, where are you guys in real life, you know? So. Yeah, I know. That's interesting. I forgot. I had like a recent experience at Target, Destiny, now that you're saying this. And um, it was in like the makeup aisle. And uh, I was looking for something. And a girl like around your age, you know, said that um, she was looking for like the same thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, did it go out? Like, I made it like tried to make conversation with her. She looked at me like I'm like the weirdest person in the world for like having a conversation with her and like her and her friend were like, like, and then like get out of the aisle and I was and then I like thought I was like, was I weird? And then I was just like, no, like, 
I'm just like making normal conversation about makeup, like that you're looking for the same product. Like, and then I was like, are they like, oh, is this like a crazy old lady trying to make friends? You know, like, I don't know. But like now that you're saying that, it's like, no, it wasn't me. It's just young people not knowing how to like interact yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying, Destiny and Michelle. Because, like, one time there was this guy. There's, like, a park near my house. And he was really cute. And he had a really cute dog. And I was, like, trying to flirt with him and pet the dog. And I'm like, what kind of dog is she? And he just acted so weirded out by the whole thing. He was like, she's a dog. And then just kind of left. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. He was, like, around my age. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe, I mean, we talked about, like, what age we are adults. Um, like, do we need to add when you're able to <laughs> have interaction and in human, sure, <laughs> human contact? It makes you an adult. <laughs> yeah. Aware, I think, is, is maybe. Oh, yeah. Is a, yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, and so, I mean, that can go down a whole other can of worms. But I guess for purposes of my birthday celebration, um, I would like to hear, um, I guess, words of wisdom. Like, one thing you know now that maybe you wish you knew in your 20s that you want to leave with the girls? Um, guess you're not invincible. That's, like, one thing I we were talking about, too. And it's, like, when you're, like, young, you think everything is going to go your way. And, you know, I was... I was in a car accident a few years ago and it took me off for like a year. I was at the chiropractor every, like maybe three times a week. And all I wanted to do was go back to CrossFit. And I mean, like I said, I I thought I was like so devastated because I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And yeah, it's just, it's not like that. It's just like, you have to take care of yourself because it's not, you're not going to be strong forever anything could like knock you down so just you know be patient with yourself I guess yeah and also I guess kind of then like live for the moment you know like that attitude of like oh I'll do it when I'm older (laughs) you know or like oh life's gonna be different when I'm older that you know of like appreciating what is happening for you now because yeah we don't know what's gonna happen yeah look at the pandemic yeah we've been inside all for over a year yeah yeah that idea of like taking risks and this when we are um even in the like the dating world or like the hang-ups that we might have of these expectations or like oh i should all the shoulds that come up for us of like being able to ignore them and challenge ourselves and and take risks you know like so amanda's saying that it was weirdo that this person that's just one person that's a weirdo you know like not everybody's a weirdo so to be able to um to uh overcome that and know that you're not the weirdo (laughs) you know and like kind of what Ada was saying too of like that's their stuff you know like still be you and go after what you're looking for and um and I, I mean I need to probably take my own advice of like like age is really just a number you know when it comes to like how I feel and what I'm doing with my life and like there's no timeline that I have to hit these certain milestones, you know, some things are like recommended, but, um, but it's not fair for me to hold myself to these standards because clearly we all have different ideas and different ideals. 
Um, it just reminded me of something. Can I share? Yeah, please. Um, uh, one of my, I, my friends from over a decade ago got married and we didn't talk for this entire time. And he just recently came back into my life and he is, he was always, he was older and he is 60. And he told me, I mean, I haven't seen him in over, I hadn't seen him for like over 10 years. And he said, you know, when I was your age, it was like the best, like the forties was like my, my best years. I was like, well, I'm going to be 60 eventually. Like, you know, like just him telling me that's like, I didn't even think about, you know, because I always think my 30s were so much better than my 20s, you know, so I feel like having that perspective helps, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you too, Ada. I thought that uh, I definitely like was like, oh, my 30s were great. And like, I was telling my sister, like, once you hit 36, it's all downhill, you know, but like, you know, with age does come experience, it does come wisdom, and it does come like, um, like good thing, you know, like fun thing, you know, like in this adulting doesn't have to be so serious. This is just like a lot to take in. I'm really glad you guys were able to give us some advice and I'm kind of now hopeful to get older. <laughs> you guys are going to seem like, not that bad. Yeah. Well, I'm, that's like, like, Destiny, I like that you're saying that though too, because when I was your age, I had it this like, like 40 was so old, like you're going to have kids and you're going to be doing this. And like, and then when you have three people in their forties that aren't living the life that was, you know, how it was supposed to be, you're like, Oh, there is hope. There is a different way of doing things. They're like, it's okay. Like they're having fun. And you know, so, um, so yeah, there is some truth and I'm going to be like, with you saying that, like, that's my lesson to be gentler with myself. Like, it's not that bad being in my 40s, you know? Like, I guess to Sam's point, too, of, like, having money and being able to pay bills and being able to travel and, like, having some sort of financial security um, without the baggage of divorces and kids and all these other kind of things that I do appreciate it. So I appreciate all of you for joining me for my special birthday episode this was so much fun thanks ada gar thanks for joining sam destiny amanda as always it's been fun um and we'll see you all on our next episode thank you sounds good thanks michelle i guess um which i try to make it or maybe society tries to make it and gar good you're back um yeah sorry about that final it's okay it happens um we're about to wrap some wrap it up, but we would love to hear words of wisdom from you on just life and aging and dating and living your life and liking yourself. What do you got? Living your life and liking yourself. That's important. That's very <laughs> important, first and foremost. And, um, you know, it's, I don't mean to sound so cliche, but you really, you know, you never know. You really don't never know. And just... Just be open and accepting to like, you know, just new opportunities and put yourself out there. You know, like I said earlier, there's exhilaration in in trying things. And even if there's, even if the result is not what you want it to be, you're not going to remember that. You're going to remember the result that is, you know, a a good feeling and, and, you know, just just keep doing that. Just keep putting yourself in situations where you know it's something that you like. And take a risk. 
it'll be worth the, uh, you know, the, the risk is worth the reward. Yeah. I like it. 